Chapter Ten of the Blue Aunt. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elaine Conway. The Blue Aunt by Eliza Orne White. Chapter Ten. The Birthday Dinner whenever any member of the west family was so fortunate as to have a birthday he or she always had the privilege of choosing the dinner but as mr west's birthday was in early august and he is not coming down until the night before the family had to choose it for him for there was no butcher in sandhurst nor even a grocer and so meals had to be planned some time ahead mrs west said she would choose a soup jim might choose a second course and evelyn the dessert i wish we had a family of ten or twelve children and that every one had a birthday in a different month said evelyn birthday dinners are so much nicer than our dinners jim said he would choose roast chicken for his course with potatoes and summer squash and preserved plums he was wise enough to ask for the things that he knew could be got evelyn chose strawberry ice cream and a birthday cake with frosting my darling child said mrs west it is perfectly impossible to make strawberry ice cream don't believe we can get the extra milk and cream and we would have to have a different flavour and as for eggs for the cake well We'll see what we can do we can have lemon water ice and crackers if worst comes to worst aunt hilda and the children set out on one of the scrambling walks that she loved as much as they did across the moors and under the barbed wire fences in search of provisions all the children went except little rodman it was too far for him both households had a great supply of canned food sent down to them as well as the usual groceries but the things one wants fresh like yeast cakes and fruit could be had only once a week when the grocer from the next large town sent his cart over the butcher came only once a week but fish could always be obtained from the local fishermen if one were lucky enough to get down to the beach before they had to put their catch in the cold storage warehouse and by engaging them ahead one could get delicious chickens it was such a cloudless afternoon and the sea and sky were both so blue that there was only a misty horizon line where one melted into the other evelyn and lily danced and skipped with joy as they started on their walk over the moors where the paths were like winding yellow ribbons they went through the coarse silvery green grass evelyn and lily each seized one of aunt hilda's hands while patty walked as near her as she could get and hector frisked on ahead with the boys it was such a joyous afternoon that no one could help being happy first they went to the widow grazes for eggs she stood in the doorway of her house and talked and talked as if she were a machine wound up for the purpose only a machine runs down after a time and it 
did not seem as if she ever would she gave them all the news of the town before she got around to the subject of eggs and then she told them that her eggs had all been engaged ahead as she could only count on six a day now well seeing as it was a birthday she would save three for them and let the westons go without for once i don't want you to do that said hilda it won't hurt my mite to go without for once everyone's conserving food just now there ain't no children in that family only grown folks you leave it to me i'll manage you don't need to have it on your conscience miss just you send for the eggs to-morrow she said ain't ralph observed to patty as they walked on she's a grown-up person and she says ain't then they went to another house to see if they could get any squashes and an old man who was bent over with rheumatism came hobbling out on his stick and said he guessed he had a plenty but they'd have to go next door to mrs coldwell's as he and she were running the garden on shares he gave the land she did most of the work evelyn got so much interested in him and felt so sorry for his lameness that she did not go on with the others to mrs coldwell's she stayed with him and advised him to put on sweet oil and ammonia which aunt charlotte used bless my soul said the old man what a wise little head it is how much sweet oil and how much ammonia the proportion would make some difference i don't know how much only it smells horrid and makes your eyes smart if you get near the ammonia bottle when she's putting it in does it hurt so you can't stand up straight could you walk without a stick if you had to i might get a fall i'm so sorry said evelyn they're coming back with the squashes now i guess i'll have to go but i'll come again some day and bring my virginia with me she's my newest doll and she has brown hair and brown eyes and she opens and shuts them like a person she's very beautiful and i know you'd like to see her come along evie come along said jim we're going to the chicken farm now they took a short cut and crawled under three barbed wire fences that had been put up on account of the cattle they found the chicken man was expecting to kill off all his chickens on account of the high cost of grain evelyn thought this a poor plan and as usual she did not hesitate to say so couldn't all the chickens eat less like people she asked then the grain wouldn't cost so much and there'd be enough for all oh evie said jim if you don't beat the dutch they engaged a pair of chickens and stopped on the way back to get the candles for the cake this meant a walk through the village with its quaint houses they went to an old warehouse that was full of delightful jars of pickles and preserves that had been made on the cape they got some of the preserved beet plums and a jar of pickles and then they went to the far side of the building 
where the bayberry candles were made there were all sorts of them ready to be packed in boxes some were huge and meant for a church these were very smooth and some were rough and the right size for a candlestick while others were very small all big and little smooth or rough were of the same shade of silvery green like the bayberry leaves and the said grass and evelyn thought she had never seen anything so beautiful in her life as these candles i would like to get one of those little ones to take home to nancy she said to aunt hilda yes that's her colour said her aunt gentle faithful little nancy is as restful and satisfactory as these silvery green candles it was impossible to put forty-two of these candles on any cake so aunt hilda suggested that they should get seven and put four in one group and two in another and one in the centre to grow on she said she was going to get one of the large church candles to save to put in the window and burn at christmas time the candle place as the children called it was so delightful they could not bear to leave it but finally aunt hilda said it was time to go home she said she would take a short cut along the railroad track as there would be no train for some hours they were never allowed on the railroad track unless an older person was with them jim and ralph skipped along over the ties and hector followed them while aunt hilda and the three little girls came more slowly suddenly as they were walking along in a leisurely way they heard a whistle and presently above the sound of the wind was the rush of a train coming rapidly towards them aunt hilda's heart stood still it was a freight train she did not know about there were extra freight trains now because they were moving so many supplies for the soldiers ralph jim she called out ralph had already scrambled down the bank and was safe but jim with hector at his heels was running toward them along the track climb down the bank and take lily aunt hilda said to patty and she was just about to swing hilda down when jim took his little sister roughly in his arms and half carried her down the embankment hilda made a frantic grab at hector and soon all the party were clinging to the steeply sloping bank while the freight train thundered by with its long line of cars you were a brave boy to come back for evelyn said aunt hilda i didn't know as you would manage so many said jem we'll never walk upon the railroad track again said aunt hilda no more shortcuts for us getting ready for dinner was almost more fun than eating it but that was very good fun too and it was such a joy to have their father come down they were all so grateful to have frosted cake that they found no fault with lemon water ice then to celebrate the day mr west was able to get a strange-looking carryall and a brown horse and take the party for a drive across the cape to the open sea 
its great waves and the lighthouse which the children had always longed to explore aunt hilda and mrs gay walked all the way to the other side and mrs west could not walk so far so she rode and little rodman rode all the way but the other children took turns in walking and riding they had a wonderful time watching the waves come in and then they started to go to the lighthouse but there was a soldier in khaki on guard and he told them no one was allowed to go into the lighthouse any more mr west was quite tried when he heard this do we look like alien enemies he said do you think it would do any harm to let us in james said mrs west the young man is only doing his duty you are not so well known here as you are at home we'll go into that little shop and buy some postal cards it was rather a come-down when they had expected to see the lighthouse but the children were so thrilled by the sight they saw that they soon forgot their disappointment close by the door of the shop was a real khaki tent the first jim had ever seen and just outside it was another soldier in khaki and a girl in a pink dress was bringing him a saucer of pink ice cream so there must be pink ice cream inside they went in and sat down at two little tables and they all had strawberry ice cream as they ate it they watched a group of busy women who were knitting khaki coloured or grey sweaters one younger woman was winding a ball of grey yarn while a bronzed young sailor boy was holding the skein for her everybody agreed that afternoon when they got home that the birthday had been a grand success but there was more to come for soon after sunset there was the most frightful thunderstorm that the younger children had ever known they all had supper together at the west's house on account of the birthday and it was impossible for any one to go home for the rain was pelting down in torrents and the thunder was coming so close to the lightning that it seemed every minute as if the house would be struck then the rain changed to hail which clattered against the windows when the storm first broke aunt hilda and mr west ran upstairs to shut the windows there was a pool of water on mrs west's bed and another on catherine's trunk it was very exciting and all the time it was raining and hailing the moon was shining red and angry through the storm i would not believe it if i had not seen it said mr west the storm ceased almost as suddenly as it came and aunt hilda said see how peaceful and serene the moon looks now it is a good omen for your new year james it means whatever storms you are to have everything will come out right for you in the end, end of chapter ten